You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Benoit Platiz. Benoit, thank you so much for talking with me today. Uh, hello, Bernard. Benoit, we're talking on January 10th, and your show has just opened up at Signs and Symbols, your show Other Percolators. But you're in, in Belgium right now, is that correct? Yeah, right, in Brussels, Belgium. And how is it there now? Is it is it cold? It's the winter there, correct? Uh, it's the winter, but uh, for a few weeks now, it's a bit more like uh, easy winter, easy weather, like uh, like. A month ago, it was really cold, but not like in New York. It's, it's like uh, above um, freezing, so that's manageable. So let's talk about your show. Um, it's a very beautiful show. I, I saw it. I, I really like your work, and I, I want to talk about um, some of what you are doing here, and I, I love the titles of these. They have a sense of humor. But to talk about the, the title of the show itself, Other percolators. Um, I have an idea of what that might mean. It seems to be about the creative process itself, the studio process, but what were you thinking with that title, Other Percolators? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, actually, I, I like this. I like very much uh, the transition thing when like, uh, you have some water and the water is about to become some ice, but not yet, so it's between the two states, and I like this percolator uh, uh, thing because it's, um, it means like different layers and something liquid to go through slowly through different layers to become something different. And uh, I was interested in this idea that maybe I love process, but maybe the the painting is not the result of the percolation. Maybe the, the painting is the old machine itself which works like a, a percolator for the region that like um, you get to see the painting, you have an ID, you look at something, you have an ID, and uh, maybe two minutes later, because you look at the painting, your ID is slightly different because what you seeing goes through the painting and uh, a few moments later, it becomes something different. I, I don't know if it's clear, but there's something like that that I, I like very much. That is clear. That is clear. That that ideas, as you're saying, percolate, right? They 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 come up after you know through the surface on the surface after time, right? We we revisit a painting of yours uh, again and again, and different ideas percolate through. Essentially, they it it changes as as our perception of it changes. Is is that correct? Yeah, yeah, totally. And maybe uh, even later than a few minutes uh, after it, maybe when you're back home or the, the day after, you are a week later, you think about the painting you saw, say, ah, I like it because it looks like a, a flower or whatever. But uh, a month later, you think about it by chance, and then you think, ah, it reminds me more like, uh, I don't know, a hand or something else. Because during this time, maybe the souvenir or the that you have, went to different layers of the time or I don't know what exactly and he went through some percolation uh, things 
I like that. Yeah, that makes sense to me um, because that's how I experienced your show as well. Seeing it, you know, there were certain things that um, that seemed clear to me, and and then upon looking at it again, before we talked, looking at images online, I saw I saw different things. Um, uh, for example, there was one Italian geometry. I, I wasn't aware of the title when I was looking at it. I, I saw it as something somewhat architectural. And then when I got home and looked at it, I saw it as um, a slice of pizza, you know, which is just my own <laughs> imaginings. But those are completely different ideas, right? And, 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 it's, and it's humorous in, in a way. Um, uh, some, of the, some of the titles, are the titles intended to be um, kind of humorous that way to kind of, um, you know, there's another one, Galactic Stick, and, and that one I'm still not sure, although I've gone through a few different ideas of that. But do you intend the titles to be a kind of humorous take on, on what it means to kind of understand an image? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important for me to, uh, it's difficult. Huh? Sometimes I, I just wish to uh, just keep them untitled, but uh, at the same time, when you give a title, it's a bit like giving um, a name. For instance, like uh, a few years ago, uh, as title, I choose a name for the painting, like real name, uh, like a first name, but they were not portraits. I was thinking maybe a painting could be like um, like someone in a, uh, how do you call that? Oh, it's a bit ex- difficult to explain, but uh, to get back to the Italian uh, geometry, uh, the image that uh, I start with was actually a slide of pizza, pizza but uh, as a sign in the street. But I painted in a way that uh, it could look a bit like a pizza, but also like a piece of wood or something else. So I tried to open the image, image when I paint it, but then at the end with the, the title, um, if, if there is a bit of humor, I'm super glad about it. But with the title, I try to keep it open and uh, to keep the idea of... Um, oh, it's difficult to say. I'm a bit lost here. <laughs> um, that's, that's okay. It's, it's always difficult to talk about work in a way, you know, especially visual work. There was a another work called... Um, Guitar Head, Rear View. This one seemed clearest to me. When I saw it, I recognized that I, I play guitar, and um, this is the view that the guitar player would have. There's a tuner there, and mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're, you're tuning it. Um, so I have to ask, this one seemed the most specific to me, that it is, in fact, the Guitar Head, Rear View, and it's from the musician's point of view. Uh, so this may be a little off topic, but are you a musician? Do you also play guitar? I, I don't. I love uh, music instruments. Totally fascinated by them. But uh, I love music, but uh, I'm not playing. But what you think is very interesting. I love that. That uh, I'm very interesting about this image of the head of a guitar, and actually, that's obviously the back of the head of the guitar. I never thought that uh, I did a lot, a lot of painting with this idea of back of the scene, back of the image, back of the canvas. 
And I love, I love that when you hear you saying that that point of view of the musician. I, I, that's sort of funny because I didn't think about that, and that totally makes sense with the previous work I did. That's great. Yeah, I I really like that one. That seems to to me, I read that as you know, this is this is how the musician, this is how the artist's point of view. We never see the guitar from that point of view. We see usually the front or how they're playing, not a not an insight into them actually preparing in in a sense. Um uh there's there's a, a few others that seem like they're also about places you've been. There was one that that really intrigued me about a a grotto I think. Um medieval grotto that was also very very vague uh i i imagine started imagining when with a title like that you start looking for that right i start seeing woods and a cave and all kinds of things that that really aren't quite there um but is that is that based on on a place you've been or does that have an association for you no, this one is a picture. I'm, I mean, I like to start with picture I took myself sometimes, or I just made like screenshots of things I found on the internet on Instagram, And for this one, this is a picture I found, I don't even remember where exactly, but probably on the internet. And I was really amazed by the fact that uh, on the original picture, original photo, you could see that was a grotto with uh, some stone struts. But the entrance of the grotto uh, have a very specific shape that doesn't look like a grotto you have in your mind, like very, very uh, old one. And that's why the shape is a bit like a medieval window. That's why I choose this title. And to get back to uh, uh, one of the previous questions, um, sometimes with the title, I try to, um, to use the title to focus a bit on what I'm trying to get or what I was interested in the painting or in the results. And uh, if there is some humor with it, that, that's great because sometimes I think it's very difficult to put humor, to work with humor, but if I succeed, uh, that's really great. And then the, the title can help with this idea that uh, there is something funny in the image or in the result of the painting that I like very much. I like that too, and I'm, I'm I'm glad you're talking about that humor, which seems to be you know a big part of your work is something we often don't see with artwork. Correct? We see you know a lot of seriousness, often investigation into a certain issue, but but humor is um, is something I don't see a lot in 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 galleries, and it seems to be one of the more powerful ways to to kind of disarm the viewer to to get through to the viewer in a way that um that isn't often used and it seems so effective right people we 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 let down our guard when there's a when when we see a sense of of humor i don't know if that's part of your intention but that seems to me to be part of how viewers can connect instead of trying to uh, get close to the image or understand it. Humor is very, um, very penetrating somehow. Yeah, that is, that is really, that's exactly the thing. But still, I think it's very difficult to put you to, to do humor. So if I succeed with one or two titles, great. I'm super glad about it. But it's really like you said. Uh, I love when the, when there is something happening in the image or the painting, or whatever that you 
you don't try to understand. You, uh, you just go faster that, than, than your understanding. But still, you feel something. You, you did the proper words, uh, like um, that's really effective, or you, I don't know, maybe get touch, or you, you feel that there's something that connects, but uh, on a different level. And this level could be humor sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's so interesting. So there's one image that I thought was the most enigmatic for me, and in a way, uh, one of the more humorous ones that I mentioned briefly before, but it is a galactic stick, um, which is this uh-huh. green object in this in this field that that doesn't have a horizon. I mean, like like all the work, we don't know what kind of space we're in. Um, but also, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what this is, and it's, it, it seems almost, maybe it's just me, but it's almost like that kind of Rorschach test. I start, I start looking closer and closer to see, is this a person? Is this a, you know, a, a vibrator? Is this a, you know, a kind of sword or a wand? You know, I, I don't know. Um, but that one seems to be a little, a little different than the rest in, in that sense. It's a, it's something very specific that, for me anyway, was was hard to discern. That's, a, that's really one of the things I was looking for. I see the the starting image I work with is a picture I took I took uh, on a daily window so it's my place, and uh, this is um, uh, a sticker on the, of an ice cream on the on the window. And it's a actually, sticker. Wait a minute. So say that again. It's a, it's a sticker of an ice cream on a window, or or it's just the ice cream on the window. Uh, that's a sticker of the ice cream, like an advertisement. Here in the uh. city, we, we are selling this uh, ice cream uh, brand. But the sticker was uh. beautiful because uh, it didn't have the proper color because of the sun and the rain. It's dry, and also the paper gets wet because of uh, of the weather, things like that. And you didn't know exactly where were. You could, of course, see that the sticker was glue on the windows, but because of all the things happening behind the windows, like the light, the other projects, the people in the daily stuff, you didn't know where exactly where it was. So I took a picture, more than one picture of it. I really wanted to try to present something with that. But that's the starting point. When I, when I started to walk, at, um, at the moment, uh, I must... Um, not paying any more attention of my previous photo. I just pay attention to what's happening in the, on the canvas. And then mm-hmm. I, at the end, I had this result, but uh, with the, um, yeah. And then with the title, the title is a bit specific, but at the same time, I think in this case, it keeps, uh, like you said, like a workshop um, thing. Exactly, yeah. Two different interpretation. That's what I like very much. I like that too. I like that too. I mean, that happens to me also um, in, a, in a painting in a more direct way. Uh, undercoat, which um, at, at once I read as as part of process. Right? There's there's an undercoat that's often applied, and then there's layers in a painting. Um, especially you're using oil on these. Um, yet this one looks almost I think is the most figurative of any of the work in there, in, in some ways the, the least abstract. Or, or to me, 
it looks like a face. It looks like a profile. It looks like a portrait almost. Um, but the the background is is also what's what's very interesting. The background is what looks a bit like an undercoat, which which is so fascinating to me because of course we don't usually see the undercoating, right? That's something that that comes through. It's part of the you know you could say magic of the of, of the artist, right? It's it's what is usually not perceived but helps create the the glow or the translucency of the of the work. But in, but in this one, it has a kind of uh, mysterious meaning because, if, if anything, the undercoat to me was what's in the background or it's once again something that I don't see. So I look at this image and in a number of ways, I'm trying to investigate and understand and I'm smiling at the same time because um, I'm not sure which is what's underneath what, you know, the, uh, the undercoat is... Is, is again typically what we don't see, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the images in the like in the technical manuals when you see the inside of a machine or a tool that you explain how it works, but you don't see it really because there is something around there. But in the in, in the manual you can see it, and uh, this is an image I found uh, also somewhere on internet, and I think it's like. Um, like a robot, a mechanical robot, or the inside of it, but very sophisticated. And you see what it's inside before they put the um, the envelope or the skin around it. And if you pay attention, you can recognize eyes and also teeth, etc. And uh, I try to I paint the scene it, then uh, I make it a bit different with different things happening around it to. Um, to keep this idea of, uh, like you said, something on the court, like something you are not supposed to see, but still it looks like uh, a face, but not yet. You're not sure if it's um, yeah, something mechanical, something else. Um, and I like that. Um, I like that too. I like that too. It's a beautiful show, um, Benoit. I want to... I want to congratulate you on the show. I, I, I really loved it, and I'll, I'll go and see it again as well. I, I want to ask you one more question before we go a little off topic, because I'm always curious, what are you reading now? Oh, plenty. I like to read a different book at the same time, but uh, I can tell you about the last one I just finished. Um, it's a science fiction book of uh, a writer called Peter Watts, and the title of the book is um, Blind Sight, which was um, an incredible book, but um, I'd say a bit depressing, like um, people from Earth meeting uh, like uh, extraterrestrials, but um, they are so different that uh, it's quite impossible to communicate. And the only, uh, the only uh, way they find to communicate is uh, by torture, it's really a terrible, but um, a very interesting, very incredible book. Oh, that's fascinating. That's Peter Watt, um, Blindsight. I, I, I want to thank you, Benoit, for talking to me today. I wish you well with your show, and uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, uh, Bernard, for your question and uh, your, your attention. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. 
This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.